And we are live. Yay! So, welcome to Who Are We To Judge, our attempt to make our dent in the very saturated podcast world. We are taking our decade-long private WhatsApp group chat and, you know, bringing it to you guys. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot of opinions. We will cover all things pop culture, reality, talking shit about our family, maybe self-friends. We'll try to use pseudonym. We will say allegedly and so that we don't get in trouble. But we just are, every week, we're just going to decide what we're going to talk about and see how it goes from there. We're in no way professional yet. But we're hoping to be soon. And thank you for the support. Let's get started. Yay. That was awesome, Maria. Well, God, Maria, that intro, I wasn't ready. I don't know where I came from. I blacked out. Cool. All right. So let's start by just doing a quick intro who we are because we're quite a, a particular bunch. Yeah, we're quite diverse. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, so I'm going to start with myself. I am Sarah. And I guess I, I don't know, first way of introducing myself would be to be like mom, like all of the moms in the world, which is very boring, but this is it. I'm a mom of three, two baby daddies. Uh, I live in <laughs> I'm a hottie with a body. Yeah. I love it. I lived, I'm Egyptian. I lived in Dubai for nine years where we met. Um, and now I live in Paris, work in advertising. And I don't know how I feel about it, <laughs> but that's probably an episode for another time. I love that. Okay, I'll introduce myself. I have no intro ready, but um, I'm Sheetal. I am originally Indian, but I was, well, I've been in Dubai for, well, for as long as I've been alive, for 41 years, and yeah, I used to work in advertising in Ogilvy, and that's where we all met. And I love reality TV. But you know what? I love TV. Full stop. Glory. TV Glory. Best friend. Yep. Best time of my life was when I had to quarantine, and I didn't need any excuses to back out of social gatherings. All I have to say is, we're quarantining. Full yes. stop. And then I had my TV, and... Oh, I was in heaven. Yeah, TV for sure. So, yeah. I'm Miriam. I am Somali, Swiss-born, raised in Saudi, UAE, and newly moved to the U of the K. I don't know how I feel about it as well. <laughs> and uh, I have a kid, which we will be talking about. Oh, I didn't even mention my kid. Oh, my God, Chital, that's true. <laughs> Because we will have a kid episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a kid. Whatever. Let's move. We're going to be better, you know. He's the apple of my eye. <laughs> you are. We need, we need to have, like, sorry, tangent now. We need to have an episode where it's the name of the episode is Shital, I told you so. <laughs> there's, there's so many things she, you were so firm about. Like, never will I have kids. Never yeah. will. Why do people have kids and then complain? Never will I. We all kept saying, you wait. Wait and see. A hundred percent. I didn't agree. have a kid at that time either. But I don't know. But I, but I wanted But you were like, never. What do you mean? Yeah. Why have a kid then? I feel like there's such a headache. Exactly. By the way, I still think that. Yeah? 
my my child was a wonderful surprise, and I I believe that he was a blessing sent to me from heaven. But why do people have kids? <laughs> I just love like you were so black and white. Like, oh, yeah. why do we need we were perfect how our family situation is right now? <laughs> like, yes. and, and Chital was asking us questions like it was science fiction to her. Yeah, that <laughs> when you have a child, like, and cry, what do you do? Like. What is this? It was like E.T. And now she's. Yes. No, but you and you took everything like you take any in, like topic you're interested in, like skincare, whatever. You became an expert. <laughs> you like glowing that way. <laughs> I refuse to look stuff up. I refuse to check mommy blogs and all that crap. I'm like, nope, I'm going to take it one hour at a time, not even one day at a time. But, yeah. Wait, that's a good approach. I, I can Let's jump into our first episode because the theme of this episode, which is going to be a recurring theme, obviously, it's like our, uh, what is it called in English? Like a common thread. Um, yeah. The theme mm-hmm. of this one in particular is what brought us together, really. It's reality TV. And I thought about it because the other day I was sitting watching TV like I do a lot of the time when <laughs> not working and even when I'm supposed to be working. Um, and I was watching some Real Housewives, I don't know which chapter, and then my partner came in and he looked at me and just stopped, which I, like, I don't know, for some reason this time it intrigued me. Like, he was like, I just don't get it. He was like, almost upset. He was like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Someone like you, like you're supposed, allegedly smart. (laughs) (laughs) And why do you watch this stuff? And I didn't really have an immediate answer to him. And I was like, the fact that I like it should be telling enough. Like the fact that I am allegedly smart and I like watching reality TV, shouldn't this be a good like validation of reality TV being okay and accepted now and we can move on with our lives instead of it being a thing every single time? So, yeah. But I do think the one thing that brought us together was because we were very miserable in our corporate job. Mm-hmm. If I could just fact, like fact check us. That's the initial first bond was a trauma bond. <laughs> but yes. And then when we got to know each other, we saw like, oh, we have a lot in common and we like each other. But initially it was trauma bond. It was the Kardashians uh, as well. It was the Kardashians. That's actually for you too. Yeah. Yeah. It was that moment, that revelation when we were like, and I'm going to say it again. You know as well? Like, (laughs) you told me this, and this is stuck with me when we were asking the same question on a board uh, room, having lunch, and someone was asking the same stupid question of like, why do you like, what do you like about it? And you said something that I hold dear till this day, which was, it brings glamour into my home. Yeah, it does. And it's not just glamour, it's a lot of so many other things. It does. And to see, I mean, this is going to sound not so great, but to see that like all your money is not enough to save you from the normalcy of life and the experience of being human, you know, all your money, all the production, all the editing, all the hair and the makeup and the clothes and everything is not enough to protect you from the experience of being human, you know? It's, I don't know, it's just nice to see that we're not alone in all of this. 
And when I when I first started watching reality shows, I feel like it was more of a like a massive anthropological experiment that I'm watching, you know. And then to see that, oh my God, like in this situation, this is exactly how I would have reacted. And then to see this other person who's from a completely different part of the world reacting in the exact same way. And then to see that there are other people who are completely the opposite. And it's like, wait, but why are you thinking this way? What about your life has made you react in this completely opposite way? It was just so interesting. And I feel like the like with the amount of reality TV that I have watched, I feel like I understand people so much more. And I feel like it has improved my ability to sort of empathize or empathize and also just understand where this person is probably coming from, you know, to make them react in this way and to make them sort of respond in this way. I just feel like it has it has helped. It helps me relax. It helps me, you know, unwind from my day. But it also it kind of helps me learn. Oh, you know, and especially that we're all like in different bubbles and all of that. The one, yes, I feel like I'm taking a peek into, like, other than when you're in grade school or maybe in a big, big office, when you don't really make new friends or meet that many different people from different walks of life, especially the older you get. It's not like I'm yeah. new friends, really. Yeah. So it's like, how are you going to get exposed to people like that? It's not like we're going out clubbing at night. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I, that's what the anthropological side of it is super fascinating. And, and as long as it's not too dark, but definitely like being exposed to like, I don't know, a hillbilly from fucking Texas. Yeah, I know, like, these people who've never, I, I have a black friend, you know, like, yeah. things, like it's just hilarious to me, but because I've experienced some of it, and then also, yeah, like, you will experience some of it, exactly. like, it's just bizarre, but it's just not, like, uh, it's like, I'm, I'm just taking a peek into, I, yes. I would rather think about other people's drama than my own, so yeah. <laughs> it's relaxing. A, a good point on the and for me peak reality tv was during covid i started watching all of the real housewives and i was it was exactly like you said it was like i had a group of friends but they yeah. didn't know it but i was yeah. like these are my friends yeah. and it it's, it's kind of it was kind of sad because like yeah you're stuck at home you have no friends and your friends are these like crazy ladies I think it's sad i think it's it, it helps. Helps that it's like reading a book like you're, yes, you'll lose your faith in my world. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. But don't let them get to you. <laughs> Something that we talked about as well last time is why is it a female thing? Like, why is it women? Is it because we love the emotional, layered, what the fuck stuff? Or like, and why do men not, they get into it, but like, as a concept. They lie about it, okay? A lot of guys watch it. It's just, I think the stuff that we're interested in are female-centric stories. Like Kardashian's all about the women. I mean, the men are such losers on that fucking show. Okay. Yeah. Um, Housewives, you know, again, female-led. Um, even the dating shows, all this stuff. Like, it's... They, just, they watch it. Okay, it's interesting. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, yesterday I was watching the the latest episode of The Kardashians, the fourth episode of the third season, and they were still talking about the Courtney and Kim sort of fighting. And um, 
Musa has watched the first three episodes with me as well. And he was like, what, what's happening? I don't understand. He watches over my shoulder. And I, then I, I paused and I was like, honestly, I don't understand either. And then I explained the whole drama to him. And he deciphered it. You know, he deciphered it. So it's not like they're not taking it in. They are. I think it's just not socially acceptable yet yeah. or meant to be consuming content that's traditionally considered female. Oh, that's you have different gay. And then they're like, yeah, you have like girls in bikinis running around, then they'll watch. Oh, yeah. He, he looks at when my housewives are in St. Bart's for vacation, his eyes are like, ooh, who's that? <laughs> like, so, yeah, but I do feel like we need, like, we crave that like emotional drama because drama means layer they mean experience it means like how are you going to deal with this and yeah it's a yeah it's like sitting in a constant therapy session almost like you i 100 percent agree and you get to learn from other people's reactions also you know but i don't finding it hard to watch the kardashians and it's not because i just don't consider them less TV, not that any reality TV is must see TV, but it's the they're kind of like ambient no not sharing enough. It's ambient like too Wait, curated. Yeah, like it's curated. It's yeah. I'm like, okay, like like for example, I get up in the morning. Now my routine is I watch latest episode of Love Island because that's on right now. <laughs> Another trashy reality. The British one. That's the only one. Um and like, it's interesting because things are moving along. Story moves along. And with the Kardashians, it's a little bit like, I, like last time, I think I watched only the recaps and then the last couple of episodes of the season. That's it. And it was more than enough. Yeah. The, the problem is that they're just not sharing enough. Like, for example, in the episode that I watched yesterday, the fourth episode, um, they actually have this conversation where Kim tells uh, Chloe that I actually did talk to Courtney about this collaboration. I had Travis and Courtney over at my house and I told them about it. And I'm just like, well, why didn't we see that conversation then? You know, you guys, you guys doing a reality show. And then there was a scene in this week's episode where uh, Courtney, Courtney is just selling things on the show. That's all she's doing. That's her contribution now. Last the most work she's been doing, by the way. Last week, week she worked so hard. hard. <laughs> Last week she dropped the rest of her gummies. And this week she's talking about some restaurant that Travis is opening. Like, us. Like you're you should be paying the show to be on the show for the Thank amount you. of yeah, you're not, like, this is not an ad. Come on, this is ridiculous, you know? We're we're watching a quote-unquote reality show. But like, that's the thing, I feel like, as communication and marketing experts that we are, I genuinely see their show as part of their award campaign for the year. It's like, we have this going on, so-and-so has this one, this one has a liquor, this one has a this. So we'll spend this budget on social media. We'll spend this budget on events. We'll do this, this, this. And like it, their show is another touch point to push their fucking products. Completely. I feel like the kind of, I think we all know that and we're okay with, I'm okay with it. Because, I mean, it's like you said, it's like ambient now. We're just watching for the aesthetics, but it, 
Like before, it was the drama and the relationships. Yeah. And so many kids, sisters always fight. Like, I don't know. Fighting, it was so like, and like, you, 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 it kept you going. And there was the aesthetic part, obviously, where you also watch where they live and how they dress. It wasn't as good as now, but it was a detail. And now it's more about that. It's more about the aesthetic and look at my house or look at how I'm dressed and the photo shoots and, blah, 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 and the products. And then the drama is like just to keep it going. It's like a, it's a sex. I was so distracted by Chloe's nails when she was sort of a the yeah. I was yeah. like, I would hurt myself with that. Yeah. Like, just stop pretending like you're the one who does the perfect. Like, it was just so, I got distracted. There was probably something important she was talking to Chris about. And I just kept thinking, how do you wipe your ass? What if you poke your child? She's got, I'll pay people to wipe my ass money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just just try it one day, like put those nails on and like spend a day. See how that goes. I did it one time, but not that long. And my hands looked so freaking good. <laughs> but I, 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 but I was not functional. <laughs> I was like, and I walked around like this. And I talked with my hands like that, just like a shimmerog. I'd be like, hi. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like there's definitely like tiers in reality TV. Kardashian, for me, is like, used to be top tier. Like that's the, yeah. the OG of reality TV, even though there was obviously a lot of stuff before yeah. Happening. It yeah. was because they shared so much. It was because we all related to them in some way. We all felt like, oh my God, I'm I'm this person and I would like to be that person. Now they don't share anything with us. Like for example, Chloe, she made her whole house. She started the season by saying, I have I am in the process of making my dream house. I want to fucking see that process. That's it. I want to see. I want to see what you're choosing. I want to see what the fuck recessed moldings are. I want to see what, oh, this is my dream house. What what part of it is fulfilling your dream? I understand that you want something big, but are marble countertops still a thing? What is your backsplash? Why didn't they show us? And even the Dolce & Gabbana thing that Kim did, I feel like she really took us behind the scenes. But I still felt like we were just skimming the surface of everything. Like, and saw how much she relied on her stylist, who was well, stuck with that tarmac. She started by she started by saying, "Oh, I, I, but I like that she said it." No, but the I housewife show thing like it. If you continue to watch it, is she got her body show her evolution that yes. oh, I relied on my stylist, but look at me now. My stylist didn't show up, and I like still was a lot of heat there. You're right. There was a lot of stuff there that we could have seen more of. And I'm Kim, Kim is honest, like, you know, and I was like, wow, she's admitting it because with my help, I said, very slowly, like, I the story of other people's work all the time. <laughs> oh, Miriam, but it was for the story for them to show that, oh, look at my evolution. I was relying on my stylist, but now that she couldn't make it, I realized that I can do this myself. So it was a self-serving, honest, yeah, like, yeah. you know Everything what I mean? Is, yeah. Okay, can I just mention one other thing? Okay, this is the Somali refugee speaking. I'm like, so you're telling me these people get on a private jet and they get on the plane. She makes it all the way to Milan without a passport. Like they have that much rich people privilege. That How amazing is that? Right? Still, even if you're going on a private plane, which I haven't yet, but we will, okay? <laughs> um, 
you still have to get your passport stamp to show you're leaving and you're still part of the flight manifesto. So I'm like, you're kidding me. Like she went all the way, like from LA to Milan. And then like, they don't kick her out of the country or whatever, put on the li- flight back because- and Get on the plane. Yeah, like Dolce and Gabbana have Wasta probably, you know? When I first watched that story with my like Indian passport, I genuinely thought they left LA they went to New York and then they realized because they were leaving New York that, hey, my stylist has forgotten her passport and continue to watch the story. And I realized, no, they're in She's on the tarmac. She's on the tarmac in Italy. Private jet. How incredibly privileged is that? Like, and they're like, wow. Someone, wow. Like right now from, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. Like, just to clarify for any anyone who's listening who doesn't have, well, have Western Eastern passport, for me to get to Italy as an Indian passport holder, I need to, the first, I need to book a hotel. I need to book it. So I need to spend the money and book it. And I need to book it at the highest rate because I need to get a refundable booking. I need to book my tickets again at the highest rate because I need to get a refundable ticket. And then I need to print those out, fill out this form, go to the embassy, um, submit my passport. Wow. Submit it. Wow, sorry. That's yeah. privileged to me. All right. Egyptian version. I need to do really? Thing. Wait, mine is privileged? Oh, that's not privileged. I, I was shipped out with VFS, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, we, I we got to do bank statements. To show oh, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Bank statements. I'm admitting to it. Yeah, yeah. HR letter, yes. The internal certificate, yes. The sad, yeah. no objection, no objection letter. <laughs> we have to promote our first in case it helps. Maybe like like a recommendation letter from your employee employer. You have to get a salary certificate from your employer. A no objection letter from your employer. Okay, all right. So we're on the same level of other yeah. like medical. Yes. Insurance. Yes. Absolutely. All of those documents we have to put them together. And we have to submit. And then we just have to wait. And the wait can be like between 45 days and three months. So I never just say, what are we doing this weekend? Let's follow to Paris. No, 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 no. And then I have to wait. And if something is wrong, they will just like, if something is wrong, something is missing, they will just cancel it and send it back to me without letting me know what was the problem. They won't even call me up and say, hey, there's this one piece of information missing. There's this one document missing. Really? Bank statements? Yeah. Three bank statements? We have to do all of this. And for these Americans... And the appointment... Yeah. It costs money. Just booking the appointment alone is you you spend money. And if you miss that appointment, you have yeah. to begin to make an appointment. That yes. Because I was sick. Exactly. I'm going to marry ladies, but that's not uh, me problem anymore because I married a French guy. I know. <laughs> hey, I'm on track. She did her landing in Canada. I did the landing in Canada. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're soon going to be like, oh my God, guys, do you want to go to Paris and see Sarah for the yeah, weekend? Yeah. Like now, I'm like trying to find appointments on VFS. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't find any appointments because everyone here has. You know what? I forgot all of this drama so good. Block it out. Block it out. I, you know, yeah, you suffered enough. Like, you had it your whole life. <laughs> I don't even think about it. If like I have to travel somewhere, I just pick up and go, I guess. I mean, but, still hate. Oh, and can I also say that we lose job opportunities because oh, we... Oh, 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 oh. I, 
listen, that needs to be like a whole thing on its own. Yeah. And that is probably us who lived in the GCC, like we cannot even get to the cash quality. We'll have to address the, like the privilege thing. It's an episode. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know, four or five episodes on its own with like each with it. But I think we'll also come through in naturally, like, you know, a white person is watching, is watching this. They're not thinking, how did she get on the plane without a visa, without a passport, without like there are things that we will think of that no one else yeah. will think of. Like yeah. for example, like what I watch just shows and reality shows, because I'm from Africa, I cannot see a food fight. When they go, oh food fight and they waste cake. Yeah. Fine. That's okay. fine. A little uncomfortable. It enrages me. It enrages me. I'm like, oh my god, like that. You're that gluttonous, that over, like you have that much food that you would just throw food. And let me, and also the food always looks pretty good. Like, why would you waste the cake? <laughs> Give it to me. Are, you, are we agree. Your housewives of New Jersey, Melissa and Teresa? And all of the, all the shows, even scripted shows. Anytime there's a food fight or, and I never understood it, like, the American kids that grew up with in Saudi, they would like try to do like in the cafeteria, food fight. I'm like, what? Like, are you dumb? Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know. There was like these little things that I didn't realize bothered me so much. Yeah. Right. But so, it's interesting. Back to the Kardashian, we were talking about like tears. Some shows are better than others. Some we really like, like some of the shows I'm like, I realize I'm very self-aware that this is so dumb, but I'm into it because it's just escapist or I need to be dumb right now. I need to just not have any mental like pressure uh and some of them are actually really good some of them i wouldn't even go there like shows like tiara or whatever like that one with honey toddler nothing with kids yeah toddlers and tiara yeah nothing with kids sarah can i tell you remember how you said that you remember the kardashian thing that i said mm-hmm. i want to tell you what i remember because uh, there was this time that we had all gone out for lunch not, I think, Miriam, you weren't there. It was like the, 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 the BAT teams that Sarah and I would work at. So we had all gone out for lunch. And we were talking about something. And I was watching that show. What was it called? Jersey Shore. No, not Jersey Shore. Jersey Licious. And that yeah. time. And I was just reading. We were talking. Do you remember, Sarah? Do you remember yeah. that? Of course I remember that show. I was into it. Yeah. I Anyway, oh my God, that's so cool. Anyway, so I was sitting there and I, we were just talking about it, that, oh, this is so beautiful, okay? And then I just happened to say it because I made these random statements. And I was like, yeah, look at the timeless captive beauty. And then Sarah was like, <laughs> we're like best friends forever. Like we had, that was when I was like, oh, and I watches garbage tv like we <laughs> yeah. especially when it's like this girl is so smart and then you realize that she's into the stuff and you're like that validates me too i'm okay yeah. yeah yeah okay so we were talking about tears about the tears so like things like little women i don't know if you've heard of it or yeah i've, I've heard of it that for me is where is where like i'm crossing a line of Am I just interested in people's lives and relationships and I like drama or am I most exploitative? Like exploitation of yeah. Fetishism, like it's like 
nothing with religion, like the Duggars, those like evangelical, like anything religious or with kit, like it just when you can see like clear, clearly you're in a cult or you're clearly taking advantage of someone. I, I just want to see rich people cry about how life is hard. I think that's the Dear one is definitely a rich people crying. For sure. Yeah. It won't be relatable. We don't want you to be relatable. Yeah, like the starting point is shouldn't be relatable. I don't want you to be poor. I don't want to worry about you like running yeah. at the point. They try to be like cool and of, of the yeah. people. Whoa, like, look, if I had a staff and a private chef, why the fuck should I know how much milk costs? Milk. Unless I'm running for office and I have to pretend like I'm the woman of the people. That yeah. doesn't make sense. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they try to be like, oh, I do this. You have a professional organizer. You have a professional best. It feels fine. The sex stuff, though, because it makes me feel a little bit smart because I'm like, the which stuff? The sex stuff. Like, you were talking about, well, what are they called? Dungers or whatever? Oh, the cults. Oh, yeah. I watched the documentary about them, but I never would watch their shows. Oh, they have a show. Yeah, they had a show for like decades and I just watched on Prime. It was about the show. About the show and the family. You're right. Super creepy. And anything with kids and there's always abuse. Like it's just. Yeah, I agree. The kids thing is pretty. Yeah, I think the kids thing is is pretty terrible. There was a couple lately on YouTube who, you know, one of those families that talk show their kids professionally for a living and. There was a couple that wanted to adopt a kid from Thailand, and then they came up on YouTube and said, hey, we've changed our mind about it because in our paperwork, they told us that you can't talk about this child or mention them or show them pictures or anything publicly on social media for a whole year. So we've changed our mind about this. And I was like, I heard about this. So fucked up. That's so like that. That just shows your intention so clearly that like. Okay, yeah. so white mommy blogger, daddy blogger. We want to show that we're so open. So we're going to adopt and it's going to be a minority kid. But I'm not going to adopt it if I can't profit off him or her. You and like mom. your mom is part of my career, my job. So oh, but one year, like what's wrong with that? So there was, a, there was a girl. I think she's probably 17 or 18 now. And she's come out and she's been talking about um, being a reality show kid, like being a YouTube kid, you know, whose parents were mommy and daddy bloggers and stuff. And she started talking about things like sometimes I would tell them that I don't want to be on YouTube anymore. And they would say, oh, that's completely OK. It's your choice. But just know that we won't be able to, you know, buy you good good stuff anymore. We won't be able to send you to classes anymore. We won't be able to and, and like, what kind of pressure is that to put from a child's shoulders, you know? Um, Could we have a, like a, a bit of a boomer moment and talk about how reality TV evolved, like from your first one? Like, remember those first, the Osborne family, Simple Life, yeah. Real World at the beginning. Did you guys watch the, what was that show on E? I watched it so much. Girls Next Door. Oh, yeah. No. Sure. Girls Next Door, Juliana and Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It used to be a lot more like happy, like it was drama, but it was joyful. There was always like funny stuff happening. Yeah. Oh, some of the stuff is like really dark. Mm, like what? Like we were just talking about this, like the, the, the YouTube stuff when they're showing their kids and like it's not dark for them, but it's dark for us to watch. Joining, yeah. Yeah. But uh, 90 Days Fiance. For- yeah, I can't watch dark. 
or like little like for me like the I mean I'm, I don't know if these shows are existed before but I feel like in any case before it used to be a lot more fun and lighthearted yeah in it and now even the Real Housewives like you see the first seasons versus the last ones was like jail stories and cheating and it just got out of hand. I mean, I'll still, I'll still watch forever, but that's yeah. about it became, and maybe because we want more, we're not, we're, we became like, yeah. like I got super activated about race stuff with Beverly Hills last year. Like it's, but then it's good. Like, you know, like she's all you're saying, it, it forces you also to have some conversations. Like people are having dialogues about it. People, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like, yes, you might look down at the media where this topic came up from because, oh, I don't watch Real Housewives. But there's yeah. no life, like, you know, topics that are discussed, like yeah. reading shit. It's like writing them in America and then on Real Housewives Potomac, they talked about colorism. Yeah. Is, is the privilege, I mean, you're Indian, you know, but Egyptian actually, we all know about colorism. Yeah. People who are fair get more, you know? So yeah. it's like, fine. It's like that. It's like we have shallow fun light stuff but then there's like these amazing things that comes through as well whether it's there about relationships friendships you know discussing certain topics like wow like it's awful they're, they're having the conversations and they're making the mistakes that yeah we so that we don't have to almost so that we can just watch yeah. and judge and we're like oh i am on this side or that side yeah what if you were in that conversation what if you were in that show <laughs> What kind of person would you have been, you know, like yeah. about love is blind and how those mean girls, we were like, oh, my God, they're such bitches. Yeah, but I would be giggling to a minute. Exactly. Hold on a second. <laughs> if you don't be too self-aware, there's a camera and I'll act like. <clears throat> yeah. But I also know that when I was when I was a teenager, I probably was that girl. Probably I was that girl, you know, you when said I was it. a teenager. You were a mean girl. I was sitting well, on a hundred percent. And I was rolling my head. Like when she went, came in crying, devastated because of a date, like she broke up with the guy or whatever. I was like sitting on my sofa and I was like, get a grip, girl. Like what's. Yeah. But then I was also like, oh my God, those girls are so mean. But, but also they're not friends. They just met. Yeah. So that's why it's not accurate. We're like, we're all in the same experiment. You've only known him as long as I have. Like, get over it. <laughs> like, we wouldn't do that to a true friend who we know is going through shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I met you five minutes ago. You've only known that guy for three minutes. So, so on the phone. Come on. Ah. Okay, but wait, I, I have to get, get this in. Okay, so last time when we spoke, Chital, Sarah, you both brought up, would you ever do a reality TV? And you gave like conditions, all that stuff. It stuck with me. And really thought mm. about it. And then I had a discussion. I was like, Dylan, are you busy? We need to talk. <laughs> well, I love that. I want to know where his head is at. Okay. Basically, I was trying to see if we're compatible with that. But I just <laughs> So I asked him and he goes, but what kind of show? I'm like, you know, like if it's showing your family, you working, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no. I'm like, even if you get this amount, no. I'm like, what about if it's uh like a show about, you know, you're flipping properties or whatever. He goes, yeah. Like there was certain stuff that were, yeah, yeah. Like, Purpose. which was, I was like, that's what I was saying too. Like I would do stuff yeah. like if it's business related or if it's like, you know, remaking a house or 
Like, you know, this travel show, I would love to... By the way, I auditioned. Okay, can I tell you? You I auditioned? Listen, okay. So, my dream, and this is hilarious coming from someone with a Somali refugee passport. My dream was to host a travel show, okay? Because there used to be the show on E, like way yeah. back, way back, before E was bought by NBC. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. I yeah, so and I had a public girl. speaking, public speaking uh, thing like course in uni and I picked a topic and the topic was how I think I'd be great to be a travel presenter I don't know how I would get around and then when I joined Emirates they were quite talking about our passports just now that's so true and the lead time that will be needed I would have months months in advance advance, two years exactly for me you might not get a season two you know, I, I'll do one country per year. <laughs> so then at Emirates, when I was first like freelancing for them at Emirates, they had, you know, they put out this thing. We were looking for people to be basically like travel, be travel influencers, travel, whatever. And they're getting people from like at Emirates because obviously they don't want to pay. Wow. Actually, I should cool. start saying a certain <laughs> airline. <laughs> Because I'm planning to talk lots of shit about it. <laughs> but no, no. So anyway, I got a videographer. I did like a little thing at my friend's store to show like I was so nervous. And it was the first time, like, I can't remember the last time, like, it reminded me of like trying out for like the varsity team. Like, I was just so nervous and like, it was so weird. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, it would be amazing. But I didn't know the politics that of the company. <clears throat> they were like, ma'am, they never choose anyone for marketing and comms because why? I was like, why not? They never have real answers. They go, that's just the way it is. And also they probably already knew who they're going to choose. They're going to choose a couple of these cabin crew people so that they will just add more work to their already like busy ass flights that they have to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're already falling ass. So it ended up being all cabin crew. I was like, this is, well, it's like, okay, like, you know, you find out stuff as you're there. You don't know about the culture and stuff. But I, I was proud of myself that I actually put myself out there. I need to find that yeah, idea. But you. I want to see it. So I'll find it to you guys. It's a reality TV, but it would have had to be something with like a purpose. Like, a, it's not really reality. It's like, you know, you're, it is you traveling, but it's more like, it's, it's more fancy, I guess. It's more like glass. Yeah, I mean, they, they wanted to get like a sporty person. They wanted to get someone who was more like beauty, lifestyle. Like they were trying to get all these, but be, just create, it was just creating content for their social media, really. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but, but there's a DM involved. I would do it. <laughs> do reality TV, but like, I think with the money, I think it depends on the money. And I feel like, you know, how you think that you would be able to control the narrative and you'd be able to make it work for you because hey, I'm smart enough. I feel like, I don't know how it would work. I don't know if it would be a success, but I feel like that's kind of how the Kardashians started, right? I remember reading something about Chris saying that they started because they had Dash and Smooch and they just thought that it would increase the profit, like it would increase the foot traffic into the stores, you know? They didn't expect to get picked up for second, third, fourth seasons. Yeah, the Uh, auntie Ryan Seacrest they had and this other Iranian chick who like, are not already or have big good relationships with the e execs and all that stuff and it it was it was the right timing i feel like it, it was the right time for them and it was interesting there's so many of them like it was so funny 
Well, that's that's why I think it works so well, and I feel like they also revealed a lot. So I, I, I don't know if well, I we can never totally take that. So what I'm afraid of, like, oh, sorry, 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 what? <laughs> no, I was gonna say what, what I'm also gonna. It, you can never take it back. It's out there forever. Yeah. Oh, and like there are some things that they say that I'm just like that was so brave with them to say when I watched the earlier seasons when they really used to share a lot. There's so much that they say. They talk shit about people in their family. Like, oh my god! In the beginning, they really shat on Courtney a lot, mm-hmm. and like she she took it. She took everything that they said. She didn't like behind the scenes go and fight with them and tell them stop talking about me in this way. Stop painting me in this way. She took it on the chin, you know. I wow. I remember there was this one. Ep- there was this one episode where. Uh, Kim is really angry at Chloe and she sends her some really nasty texts because Chloe woke her up and um, she calls up Courtney and she starts screaming and like ranting and Courtney just hangs up and you know she's like I, I can't be part of this conversation and then she like says it to to Chloe that she's probably just pissed off because she's married to a barking dog when they're talking about Chris Humphreys and like it made it Yes, it was so true. That is amazing. See, that's honesty. It was sadly out on television. Family won't talk about each other like that. About your sister's <laughs> husband. And you and they's going to impact you. So I feel like the way that they were honest, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I just don't. I don't think that I'd be able to do that. No. Because of the consequences. Like, we come from these, I don't even want to say this is our cultural thing. But and it is cultural a little bit. It is, but it's like, like also affecting change. them. But it's change. also affecting them, right? It like someone sees it later that she she called me a barking dog, or Kim sees it and says she called my husband a barking dog. Like fuck you, you're not allowed to talk talk about my like that will cause a fight. But yeah. they don't care. They showed it. They showed it all. And for me, I feel like I'm conflict avoidant. In my head, I want to say yes, I would do it, but I feel that because I'm so conflict avoidant, I would give the crew no content. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the people who see her to with a boring, boring and rational one end up just because maybe you'll have quick, quick comebacks, quick. Yeah. You have an in your interviews, like you have funny like, observation. Those are the ones that make me laugh the most. The ones yeah. that I see who try so hard to make drama. It's so they're out. Like, yeah, bye. yeah. You would be you're like someone sitting like, um, I don't want to judge, but you know, this is you know, like. <laughs> You would bring yes. in snark, yes. But then, like when I'm pulling more catch you and like bring you to their level, I see. Like you would be at first like watching and just being like sarcastic or whatever. And then at some point someone's gonna get to you, one of the cast members is gonna get to you and you'll they'll get you involved and there's gonna be some drama with you too. That's how it goes, right? You start off being like, I'm the classy one. I'm the one that's not gonna get I'm above the frame, I'm above it all. <laughs> I am not. I take the low road. <laughs> in Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec, as he's sorry, he like, he's like, I tell everyone to take the high road so that I can take the low road. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I don't want like that. <laughs> all right, you guys, we have to wrap up. And I oh, want to, yeah, I know. Right. It's too short. We have to make it longer next time. Uh, but I wanted like to end with one question. Um, which is, is it good for our mental health? 
It, I think what helps me unwind and the drama is at a distance. So I can just watch it and I can be very intelligent and say, hey, she shouldn't be doing this. And oh, she's only saying this because X, Y, Z. I don't know. I think it's amazing for my mental health. I love it. I think there's a dark side to it. To consume, like, there is some, and this, I don't know if you'd call it reality too. So I noticed my brother, he watches a lot of this YouTube stuff where it's these, like, 20-something-year-old men, like, mm-hmm. aggro, talking about how women should be, like, you know the, what's that guy's name? I Andrew know. Tate. Where the words of prison? And Tate. Like, yeah. those kind of, I think, like, there is, like, uh, you can get lost in like the YouTube world, but if it's a production show, I'm happy with it. But yeah. there's that reality, those kind kind of contexts where people go down dark rabbit hole. That's how you get radicalized. That's dumb. You know, I think that's just that's a good nuanced answer, uh, Miriam, because I was walking on the street like two years ago, three years ago, somewhere in my area, and I saw a bunch of boys saying, Oh, but Logan Paul does this and he, no, but he does it like that. And I'm just like, oh my God, I don't want my son to be watching Logan Paul. How terrifying is that? You know? Yeah. I like, think for me, it gets too much when I feel like it's keeping me from doing other stuff. Like it becomes too easy. I'm all, I always want to escape. I always want to do on like things that don't require mental effort. But I'm, yeah. And then I'm not like, I, I don't remember the last time I've watched a movie, you know, or yeah. write a book. I'm definitely, I would be reading a lot more books or doing a lot more social stuff if I was watching less reality TV. TV, but, I read, but like, reality TV is like, got this addictive thing about it. You know, I wonder we are so habituated to mm, making something bad. Like yesterday, a friend of mine said, oh, but TikTok is such a waste of time. And I'm just like, but in the time that I'm spending on TikTok, I'm happy. I'm actually happy. You know, that version of me is satisfied and happy. And I do feel, you know, whatever, connections and all that stuff. So is it really that bad? I, I feel like people have a habit of saying, oh, everything that's interesting now is bad. But I'm sure people said that about books also at one time. Yeah. You know, I think it's tablet people. <laughs> <laughs> Stop reading those books. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's leave the trees. Weirdo. Exactly. <laughs> no, the papyrus people. <laughs> what? All the papyrus bound into one book? Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I guess this is it for our first episode. Wait, I just, can I say one thing? Sorry. A little slow. Sarah, <laughs> I don't think that you're choosing to. I'm, I'm just I'm just talking out of my own perception. I don't think you're choosing to watch reality TV instead of going out. I think it's just you you as we get older and th- we find different ways that we know will make us relax or unwind. Like it yeah. would be before, like I, I used to go play sports and then I would go for dinner and then I would go party, blah, 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 blah. That's not unwinding to me. So I think it's like more so... Yeah. It's, I literally, like, today, I know I'm going to tell 6 o'clock, Dylan, Aiden, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Even before, like, I don't want to see anyone talk to anyone. It's the end of the week. 
I need an hour to myself and I just watch whatever I want, whether it's scripted or non-scripted, you know. Well, I'm Maybe just, I don't want to go out. Yeah, like it's just that's how I unwind. And then Saturday is the day I want to do stuff. Because also, like, so exhausted by Friday. <laughs> I don't want to see my real friends. I prefer my friends from the friends. You know what? I really agree. Because the truth is that if I wanted to see my friends, I would make it happen. Yeah. That's just a fact. They would just have to be more interesting at this. They were, they're competing with a lot, to be honest. Yeah. And they have to be way better dressed. One thing, it's <laughs> one thing that is amazing, if it can happen, and it's only happened to me only a couple of times, watching a show that you love with someone else who watches, who loves the show yeah. as well. Like, yeah. that is the ultimate happiness. Granted, it's going to take you three hours to go through a 40-minute show because you're going to keep stopping and talking. Yeah. But it's so fun, like a water party. But that's us. That's us. Exactly. I think we should consider doing a watch party and record all our reactions. I know. Well, I'm using my nephew's Disney Plus now, so we can watch Kardashian's game. Rendezvous for the next one and watch it together and record it. And that's... And maybe that could be our next episode. Yeah. That could be our next episode. Episode 5 of Kardashian's. Better, but you stay up late, right? I do stay up late. Yeah. yeah so that would be okay. Yeah. Can I, I have to run? Yeah. All right. Woo. Okay. So work out and pop. Let's say a final word. Mariam, do you want to wrap it up for us? Let's be kind to each other. Let's be kind to ourselves. Let's give ourselves a break. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. I'm just saying it out loud so I can feel better for myself. <laughs> and thank you for taking the time. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, let's keep doing that. Yeah, I love you guys. I'm so serious. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye.